During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one, the sellout himself, Gary Witta. Um, we're back. We're back from PAX. We're first back from PAX. First show back from PAX. Yep, I know. You get me in my purest form this show, and then I'm not on the show the rest of the week. This you is get, it for you. You get my entire week's worth of energy condensed into one episode. This is the only KFGD you're doing this, this week. Yeah, off to well, I'm, Dallas. I'm, I'm very, very uh, honored to be here with I you. I want to miss a Witta Wednesday. How was your PAX? It was great. It was a blur. It was very long. Uh, thank you to everybody who came out to all of uh, the panels and events I did. It was so great to hang out with you and see you. Uh, yeah, Friday was jam-packed, and I was exhausted by the end of it. Saturday was a little less than Sunday and Monday. We were just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. The whole thing is just a blur, isn't <laughs> no, it? No, totally, yeah. But, but, I was but, here, but, this but is your first blur. one, right? No, uh, no. I've, we've, we've done, You've I've never done, done a PAX before, No, right? I've done PAX several times before. I just haven't done it, haven't been in a few years. Okay. Life okay. kept... Every year, we, with the best intention, we had the best intentions to go, but like a couple of... A, a couple of like, seriously, like one year, my mother died, like a week before PAX so yeah. obviously PAX was off sure. and these yeah. things do happen um, but you know the kids at an age now where I feel like she would really enjoy going she seemed like asked, she had a great time they, oh my god time of her life They, asked, I mean they asked me to give the, the, the speech so the I keynote, said, we, yeah. we gotta go and as it turns out you know we had we had a it would turn out to be a perfect opportunity to try and sell Space Some rocks. rocks. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so it all worked out. We, had, we honestly had 10 out of, for the whole family, 10 out of 10 weekend. Loved being at PAX. Loved meeting people. Loved seeing old friends. Loved doing the table and selling the game. Loved doing the speech. Loved doing the inner site. Yeah. It was a Jackbox party panel. We just had a great time. Yeah, you seem like you had a really good time. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite, I had a great time with you. Obviously, your your speech was fantastic. I teared up many uh, a time thank, during Thank it. you very much for, for coming to we that. We had fun by banter the during Lending, it, too. Yeah, we had a bit of back and forth. Uh, but uh, I like I, Took a couple of cheap shots at you. I like it. Don't worry about it. I enjoyed being there to see you sell the final uh, box of Space Rocks. Oh, you were there for that. I did, I did, and I put it up on Instagram stories. And the amount of people who commented on the story because you were because you were in the background trying to like piss on it, right? Yeah, that of course, was, that, that was fucking. That was your that was your bit. The whole show was trying to poo poo Space. Exactly, Rocks. they don't know we're splitting the money 50 50 Right, right, right. Uh, but my favorite part, and I had so many comments on it, is that your soft sell for it when somebody's like, "I don't get it," you're just like, "It's a conversation piece," <laughs> and well, the, everybody quoted that. The great the great thing about it was was what was funny was. I fully expected to sell it to some people, like the like best friends. But oh, yeah, space rocks! I heard all about it. Like they were coming up to me with their money out, like yeah. they were ready to buy. Yeah, yeah. I had already sold them. Yeah, it seemed. I was surprised you. I mean, I know you did it. What thirty a day? Is how yeah, you we had, had ninety it? copies, and we. I, but then we heard from people saying, oh, "I can't get this for Saturday or Sunday." Yeah. So we thought to try and get give everyone a chance to get them. We broke it up. This was Leah's idea, I think. Thirty, thirty, thirty. The brains, the so, operation. The brains of the operation over there. Thirty, thirty, thirty. Yeah. Come on, I think I think you should come on the camera. You know she won't. She won't. No, she won't. No, no, no. You should, but you should come on and take a bow for all your hard work on Space Rocks. But all yeah, right. so you did a 30-30. Yeah. 30-30-30. It seemed like day one sold out like that. 
because it was the best friends yeah, there at the boom, moment. Boom, boom, and and uh, I mean it was pretty fast. I think with each and each day we sold out within an hour. Yeah. The fun part was though not selling to people that came up going, oh yeah, space rocks. I heard about this and kind of funny or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But people that just wandered by saw a sign that we had we had a thing up that said like space rocks. Yeah. And they were just they had no they oh what's this space rocks? They thought it was a legit thing. Yeah. yeah. And so then I was in the weird position of having to sell them on it. Yeah. yeah. And going well look it's not it's it's a stupid joke blah 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 blah. You're not meant to play it. It's a silly idea. It's a it's a goof. Um, and you actually have to sign. People really like this. You actually have to sign a legal waiver stipulating that you won't play the game. And, that I suck. and people were like, "I love this," and they bought it. Yeah. <laughs> they bought it. They actually sold people. Suckers. On it. There's a sucker born there's one every born minute. There's one born West. every minute. I, the thing I found most fascinating about you being in the Bandland section, yeah, I was, was next that Danny O'Dwyer. On your left was Danny O'Dwyer, right. and on your right was the guy who draws Foxtrot. Yeah, Bill Amend. I was like, huh. I didn't expect this. It was actually a little bit of a celebrity row because we had someone called uh, Anna Prosser, who's a famous cosplayer and D and D host. She was on the end. Yeah. Then Danny O'Dwyer, whose no clip booth was very popular. Yeah. Uh, and then me, and then Bill Amend from the, the, who does Foxtrot. Across the and way, then, you had Megaram. I went over and hugged Megaram. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Straub on the end. So it was a really cool little collection I don't of people. Know who Chris Straub is. Chris Straub is like a friend of. Uh, Penny Arcade and he does weird stuff. You ever see, did you ever see Candle Cove on no. the Sci-Fi Channel, the horror no, show? No. Well, he created Candle Cove. He's a cool okay. guy. Well, enough about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about the big review day we have. Gears uh, and Monster Hunter Iceborne getting reviews all over the place. Overwatch looks like it's finally officially really coming to Switch and more because this... It's Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to KindofFunny.com slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you there's a new party mode going up today on patreon.com slash kind of funny games it's ultimate chicken horse with chloe dykstra and cameron cuff oh my God, what a clusterfuck that was at the inner site tournament ultimate chicken horse yeah well it's, that's every time you play ultimate chicken horse it's a clusterfuck so yeah there's a good one up there if you if you don't want to support us over on patreon it'll be up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games tomorrow uh today there's a nintendo direct live uh we'll be reacting to it 3 p.m twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you miss it live it'll of course be on youtube.com slash kind of funny games what's going to be in that direct i am pushing the rumor that they're ahead of schedule on animal crossing and they're going to announce it's coming in december that's but the rumor pushed I'm pushing. It to 2020. Then you might get pushed forward again. That's what I'm, no, no, this is the rumor I'm starting to no, try you, to get. Oh, you're to just starting a rumor. Okay. Uh, there were some questions about this, and I don't like doing something that'll be out of date that quickly. My prediction, I think it's going to be this Overwatch thing we're going to talk about in a second. I'm hoping that they'll do a deeper dive on the Ultimate Alliance 3 DLC for Marvel Knights. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. Um, I, Greg Miller, am on the 200th episode of my Xbox and me. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. It's brand new and dropped today. What are you doing doing an Xbox podcast? It's kind of out of off brand for you, isn't it? Maybe that's why you should turn to go listen. You know what I mean? <laughs> See what's up over there. Talk about that. MC Fixer himself. Uh, and then, as I mentioned earlier, Fran and I are hosting the Borderlands <laughs> 3 launch party Friday night in Dallas. If you're not in the Dallas area and you don't want, because you can come, you can go to the Gearbox site and sign up for it. You can watch it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We'll be hosting the twitch.tv slash Borderlands stream. Borderlands 3 drops on Friday? No, this is the launch party. Okay. So they're doing that. You know how de- developers always do their launch parties and yeah. like everybody blows off steam? Yeah. They're doing it as really all the devs are coming there and hanging out and celebrating, but then they're also inviting like 3,000 fans. Uh, then they're also doing a whole streaming. There's musical performances, and we're hosting the stream that cuts. Okay. okay. People will be playing it. There'll be new announcements. So it's not a release party. 
No, just the okay. lunch party. All right, okay. Well, I guess rap party. Um, thank you to our Patreon producers. Uh, of course, we have patreon.com slash re-retro-games. Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Third Love and Raycon, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. Oh, Baker's dozen. Thank you, Kevin. Number one, it's a big review day. I'm gonna. Uh, it seems like people like these wrap ups where we go through and talk about them. Uh, we'll start with. Gears of War 5. Gears 5, as they call it. Right now, or at least at 9.34 a.m. on September 4th, the Metacritic was at an 86. GamesBeat gave it a 90, Dean Takahashi says. The Coalition's Ferguson is right about one thing. Gears 5 is one of the best entries in the Gears saga. It is gratifying to see the developer get the balance tight. Right, sorry. Uh, It had to satisfy fans who wanted more of the same, give something new to keep them from getting bored, and expand the appeal and approachability of the game to attract new fans. That's a hard balancing act, and many other developers would have gotten it wrong. Uh, IGN gave it an 8.8. This is just the campaign. They're doing a separate uh, multiplayer review, I think, when servers are live. Ryan McCaffrey writes, Gears of War may have initially thrived because it refined and helped revive the third-person cover shooter, but it has survived for for a much less obvious reason. It is heart. From Dom's search for his wife Maria in the first two games, to a breaking of a bond in Gears of War 3, to the passing of a torch to a new generation of Gears the last time out, this series matters because its characters make you care. Gears 5 is no different, and the consequences from your actions here, along with its welcome gameplay improvements, will affect both this and future games in a way I'm eager to see. And then US Gamer gave it a 3 out of 5. Uh, High Run Crier says, Gears 5 survives on its solid cover shooting gameplay and a campaign that isn't afraid to pose difficult questions about problematic topics. But the largely stagnant horde mode and general mess of an escape mode really pull the sequel back from being a bold step forward. So this seems like largely very good news. I've right. always been a fan of the Gears series from the beginning. Uh, I will definitely be playing this. The only little um, uh, downside here is... I, is um, Horde, I love Horde Mode. Horde Mode is one of my favorite things in Gears. If the Horde Mode this year is not the best, that's a bit of a bummer. According to US Gamer, and I think that's interesting, uh, especially if they're bringing that in, that's the multiplayer stuff that IGN's reviewing separately. Right. So I don't know, you don't know how that'll affect okay. the score over there and how but, that goes. I mean, but, you know, generally very, sounds like big thumbs up all around. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, if, it sounds like it's more of what Gears people want in Are terms gonna of that. you going to play this? I'm going to try it. I try every Gears. Um, I was talking about this on my Xbox and me podcast, episode 200 up right now, is that I remember distinctively uh, in Gears, Gears 2, playing that with Levi Buchanan when we were both at IGN, like, yeah. 3 in the morning one night, screaming into a pillow at the fucking driving mechanics, oh trying God. to get out and not get crushed. One of my all-time favorite uh, gaming memories is playing Horde Mode with the old giant bomb crew. I used oh, to sure. love it so sure, much. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, for this one, I, I mean, I'm going to play it. My, the problem I have with it, of course, is travel schedule and then Borderlands being so close. Right. When I just, is Borderlands? I'm, Borderlands week? is a week from Friday, yeah, oh, the 13th. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, is like, with me going out of town this weekend, because I'm, I'm doing the event on Friday, then I'm going to go see my family in Chicago. It's going to be a a very big switch. It's uh, not ideal, is it, really? Borderlands and Gears dropping so close. A lot of people are going to have to make a choice. Yeah, that's the thing, right? And I'm more of a Borderlands person in terms of what uh, the world I like. You're going to get me that PlayStation code so we can play. Yeah, I know. Hook buddy. me up. Calm down. You know, it's not I mean, have, you, I mean, You're on staff. I need you for content. Hey, hook me up too. Dude. Uh, you're on. Uh, you've all been requested. What were we requested for? Borderlands code. Oh, nice. I hate you. Thanks for the hookup, dude. <laughs> He's such a monster over there. Uh, are you going to try Gears this weekend, you think? Or are you going to try to get into it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is, it, when, is it out today? Uh, what? It's this week. Uh, hold on. I have it in the Games Pass news. 
because you're a Game I Pass have person. Ex- I have Xbox Game Pass now. I know you So, do. I, so I, know I get you. it via that. Yeah, September 5th is when it drops. Oh, Gears, that's, Gears that's, 5 that's Ultimate tom- Edition. That's tomorrow. It's September 6th for Gears Game Pass Ultimate members. Okay. Standard Edition is available September 10th for Xbox Game Pass members. Got it. But you're Ultimate, right? Should be. So it's six. Why is it listed under number five on the official? Why is it? Whatever. Xbox lists that as an update going live. Oh, maybe you can preload it. Okay. That'd be interesting. All right. Whatever. September 6th then. Um, the other big review dropping, of course, is Monster Hunter Iceborne. Right now, it has a Metacritic of 90 at 9.41 a.m. and dropping on September 4th. Nope. Sorry. That's not right. A Metacritic of 90 at 9.41 a.m. on the 4th today. Iceborne is a big expansion. Huge expansion for Monster Hunter. Uh, Over at Easy Allies, they gave it a 9.0. Ben Moore uh, wrote, wrote, and then somebody talked about it. Uh, In the most vital ways, Iceborne nails what it needs to be as an expansion. It's easy to marvel at both how much there is and the quality of how much of it. Quality of so much of it. it. I'm not putting it together today, sorry. There are things this review hasn't even mentioned, such as the elaborate endgame, but these elements are probably better to discover on your own. There is no doubt that Iceborne is worth both the money and time, leaving such an impression that it's hard not to be optimistic about the series' future. The Six Access also gave it a 9. Dominic Layton wrote, Monster Hunter World is deservedly Capcom's most successful game to date, and the Iceborne expansion amplifies everything positive about it. More incredible monsters, new lands with a wealth of of ways to upgrade your hunter will have fans in rapture, while new players yet to experience the delights of monster hunting can rest assured that there's never been a better time to join the hunt. And then Game Informer gave it an 8. 8.25. 8.25. Kimberly Wallace writes, Stepping back into Monster Hunter World for Iceborne reminded me how much I adore this game, but it also exposes its or exposes its flaws. Uh, Capcom didn't improve much for the expansion, like once again having a boring tower defense story mission and making you separately watch scenes solo before you can join up in co-op. Even so, surviving together to get that jackpot of materials for better gear hasn't lost its allure, and Iceborne challenges you to be a better player with teammate with... A better player and teammate with its arduous fights. Mm-hmm, okay, yeah, that's right. Uh, the return trip is worth it. Just don't expect many upgrades to the experience. It's like reading with my kids sometimes, no. Kevin. No. I have to jump in and help if, it's, if the sentence is too difficult. It's usually pronunciation, but for some reason today I'm missing like an A and then the whole thing doesn't make what sense. What are you drinking there? More iced coffee. It's all oh, I drink today. I mean, that's that's probably you why. you got to get jacked up. You're too jacked. I think I might be too jacked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're I think too, I might too be jacked. too jacked. You're I'm, overjacked. I'm wound too tight. You know what I mean, guys? You ever get that one? So tight. Thank you. You gonna play Monster Hunter? Did you ever play? The, did you ever play? I, the first I time? Got, you know, I got it. I'm actually. I was just gonna say during, while reading that story about how great this expansion is, it kind of bums me out that I I couldn't. Monster Hunter never quite quite clicked with me. I wanted it to because it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Obviously. Oh yeah, we had a great but time. It, just, with it didn't quite click with me. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. We all enjoyed it quite a bit, but again, it's in the same situation of I put 130 hours into it. Are you I'm, I'm good. No. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Okay. Because that was the thing. Kevin called it. I always give credit. No one credit is due. When I was when we were all obsessed with it for that month, Kevin's like, "We're gonna play it for another week and then never touch it again." You're I was like, like Chris, "Bullshit!" You're, you're like Chris Cooper in adaptation, done with fish. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, <"Well, laughs> oh, "The sirens are on our end." I was like, "We'll come back to it. We'll do this." And Kevin's like, "No. Once we leave, we'll move on to other things." Right. And so yeah, like I played it at E3, the Iceborne expansion. Uh, I thought it played great. It was more Monster Hunter. It's awesome. I'm just not looking for that experience. What again. is the longest you've ever stayed with one game? DC like, Universe Online. DC Universe Online. Yeah, How yeah. many hours do you think you've got in there? Oh, uh, well over 900 now. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Well, they did when they when they did uh, up at noon. It was something like what 700, I think, and that was a long time ago. A long, long time ago. Hey, you must be excited. This Joker movie is apparently good. I'm very excited about that. You can. I'm, yeah, 
down. To go. I'm excited to go see it. Yeah, me too. You, yeah. you got to connect. Can, we, can you get us in the premiere? Did it already happen? It's still like a month I, away. I, don't like, have those I hate kind that. Of, I don't have those kind of connections. I think it was Andrew Reiner today, but I think somebody else in the video game industry put up a funny tweet that was like, games. Uh, you, you you interested in this game? You interested? Are you interested in this title? The review drops today. The game's out tomorrow. Movies. You interested in this movie? The the review drops uh, a month before the release date. Hope right. you remember. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that crap. It's funny how that Did works. Did we get invited to the premiere? Not exactly. Okay. So no, basically, not exactly means no. It was a, it was one of those influencer opportunities. Do you want to come see the Joker movie? And I was oh. like, sure. But I was like, they wanted me to go away for like a, a billion days. Oh. I was like, this isn't. Okay. No, I can't. No, right. that's not how this works. Anyways, Iceborne's doing really well. Um, Tyler Drummond wants to clarify this because, of course, I'm a dumb kid who hasn't been paying attention to Gears. You can play Gears 5 with the Ultimate Edition or Game Pass Ultimate as of 9 p.m. your local time on September 5th. Then, staggering releases for standard editions slash regular Game Pass. Thank you. I don't like that makes sense. staggering. Just release the game. Well, you got Ultimate Game Pass. What do you care? You're fine. Uh, that's true. But, I, but even in my privileged <laughs> position, I'm looking out. I, when I, when I, when I, here's the difference between you and me, Greg. Oh, here we go. When I, arri- when I rise to a certain status, position in life, <sighs> I don't fucking pull the ladder up behind me. I'm still reaching down and helping others up. You're such a monster. Because you know people really believe that. I read the fucking comments on this thing. Like, Gary's a man of the people. Gary's a man of the people. I'm like, I suck as they fell for it again. Gary climbs in his fucking Tesla and drives to Hollywood to fucking write another movie. He doesn't give a shit. He's, he's just sitting there like laughing at you as he sells you fucking plastic rocks. You all find for this Pied Piper is leading you off the goddamn edge. I'm with you. It's confusing for no reason, but I also understand... Hey, we want to get more money out of you. We're trying to put more content into the Ultimate Edition. I this, get that, it. And the I other. get it. I get it. It's the it's dirty bit, part it's, of making money. It's, it's, it's all business. Now, you see, but you, here's the thing. What? When are you going to do Ultimate Edition of Space Rocks? You know what I mean? Well, what, I, Sell I mean, an early let edition. Let me tell you something. Based on the massive success mm-hmm. of Space Rocks at PAX, and given that I had people, I've had multiple, I'm not making this up. Sure. Multiple people contact me saying they would pay $100 for a copy of Space Rocks oh. if I shipped it to them. Now, I'm not going to charge anyone $100, but we are... We are going to be investigating ways to get Space Rocks into the hands of more people. We're investigating for, uh, maybe a special edition. I'm telling you, the future of Space Rocks is very bright. The story's just beginning. Here's what annoys because me the most. Because what I've discovered is the more, irri- more, the more I found out that it irritates you, yeah, the more, you the want more to do I want to do it. Here's what really drives me crazy, though, what? is you act like you're so surprised that people want to play Space Rocks and buy Space Rocks. I am and genuinely you, you keep teasing video games and VR and shit. Yeah, I read your yeah, tweets. Yeah. I remember when fucking Dreams was coming out. And I was like, Gary, you should make Space Rocks in Dreams. And your response to me, you know what it was? What? The game's about beating people. The, the game's about violence to other people. How would I make this in Dreams? But since then, Greg, I yeah. had an epiphany. And the epiphany was that I can make money doing this. <laughs> I hate you. A man of the people. <laughs> Sits here and bullshits about microtransactions. Won't give you the free level in Dreams. Everybody makes Space Rocks in Dreams. Yes, Kevin. Did we get a copy of Space Rocks? Hell no, I don't I've want got to. One, I've got oh, one set aside God. for you. I'm going to bring it, it by. Don't worry. We All should right. play it as a party mode. Yeah. You've got to do party mode. But it'll be one of those that'll be funny until Andy gets poked in the eye really hard. <laughs> I say it's five minutes of you guys sitting around the table trying to like talk yourselves out of playing it. That's the whole party mode. Okay. Number two. Overwatch apparently is coming to Switch next month. This is Jason at Kotaku. One of tonight's Nintendo Direct announcements has leaked early. Blizzard's popular hero shooter Overwatch is coming to the Switch. It'll be out next month. So Jason's obviously very, I mean, he's put all the chips in on this one. He's confident this is legit. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll explain in the next paragraph. Word on this one comes from a couple of retail leaks, and we've confirmed its veracity. Right? Veracity? Veracity. Veracity. Really? Veracity. You nailed it. 
It just seems like I, when I say that, I, see, I feel like it's being like. What were you saying? Veracity or something? No, no, that's what I said the second time. I was looking for you. Help me out, Dad. <laughs> Help <laughs> me out. You know what Veracity. I mean? I'm sounding out. Give me a juice box. <laughs> but with two of our own sources. <laughs> Last month, Amazon accidentally spilled the beans on an official Overwatch Switch case. And today, a European retail leak points to the port's release date as October 18th. We're likely looking at a November 15th release in North America. October 15th. That's correct. Sorry, you were coughing. I was worried about it. You got the PAX Plague? God, I hope not. Yeah? Are you feeling it, though? You I, like, was, I, was, I was applying the... Um, Purell. The Purell liberally. Yeah. Hopefully that worked. We're likely looking at an October 15th in uh, North America. Overwatch launched of, uh, in May of 2016 for PS4, PC, and Xbox One, and has since been regularly updated with new characters, events, and patches. We expect the official Switch announcement tonight during Nintendo Direct stream at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Watch live on Kind of Funny. Oh, thanks so much for saying that. Uh, we also expect lots... More Overwatch news at this year's BlizzCon in November. Duh. I feel like, again, this is something that's been lining up for a long time. Rumors about it. The Switch case. People are putting it all together. It's I, funny how these things leak out now. It's like an unofficial it sucks, case dude. that actually I, is. the. There's so, there's so many points of failure, like when you're trying to keep a secret now. Things like this. Yeah. You know, it's like when you see like when the new like Star Wars or movie Marvel movie comes out. It's actually like the toys. a toy that leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's your first look at a character or whatever. It's yeah, tough yeah. to keep all this stuff this secret. This just sucks because I feel for them of like we got this close. And now granted, right. the case happened last week and you're like. Mm, that's probably real. Again, it's something we all assumed is going to happen eventually right. anyway. But then to actually have like the release date pop and like that sucks. How do you think Overwatch will play on Switch? Well, you think it would be good? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think they would do it. I don't think Blizzard would do no, it. No, I, I think Blizzard poorly. will do it well. I mean, any any time like a, a fast moving first person shooter comes on and we, Switch has shown it can do it, you know, Doom yeah. and stuff like that. So they'll be good. Overwatch but it's is, online. It's like it's more the what are we going to sacrifice for that? You know what I mean? Right. To get the quality of it running. I just I also wonder how well it'll, it'll work on a on a much smaller display sure. yeah, yeah. If, if, if it'll be good in handheld mode especially yeah. on switch Lite, which is even smaller by the way saw this it was behind a glass box but saw the switch Lite yeah at the nintendo uh, booth <coughs> excuse me at pax looks terrific yeah looks great it's just like like the porridge is just right like it's it's noticeably smaller which is great oh be so much more portable but it still looks like a good size okay i really really like it just show it to your daughter i i lifted her up so she could see in the glass case she's, she's very, very excited. excited about it yeah she's yeah. still doing a thing where she's asking you like every day if it's time um, no, because I think I think Pax kind of like, repl- like like filled her up with anticipation. But September twentieth is going to be a crazy day. Switch Lite, yep. Link's Awakening, yep. um, uh, Go- Untitled Goose, yeah, Untitled Goose Game. Hell thank yeah. you, which was the day of the show. Yeah, uh, and then, and then cinematically, between two ferns, the movie on Netflix and the Downton Abbey movie in theaters. September twentieth oh, is going to be lit. Downton Abbey, that that's that movie. That's got to be like your Super Bowl. Uh, there's no question. I'm, we'll be there day one. Yeah. Because I fucking love Downton Abbey. Are you going to dress up for eating cosplays? It's uh, oh, a good butler? idea, isn't it? Yeah. You're talking to a man who wrote Downton Abbey Marvel Cinematic Universe fan fiction, Greg. Really? Oh, yeah. You ever read that? No. Where I how, didn't even where, know it existed. Where Howard Stark visits Downton Abbey? No, that's great. Oh, yeah. I've got it. I'll, I'll send you a copy of it. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Is it on the line? Yeah, I'll find, I'll find it for you. My my favorite thing about that is I forget. I think we. Go, we seriously, Kevin, Google it. Google. Um, Google my name and like Downton Abbey or whatever, and it'll pop right up. My favorite was when the first trailer. You've got to see this artwork that we sure. had made. It's when the brilliant. first trailer for Downton Abbey, the movie, was playing in a theater. Yeah. I forget who we were with. Maybe it was Nick. But he leaned over to me and he's like, this must this must be what it's like where people don't care about the Avengers scene Avengers trailer. <laughs> where it's like, we know this is a big deal, but we don't understand anything that's happening in you this trailer. You know what's the show? 
No, God, here it no. is. Okay, so God, the, the Hollywood Reporter reported go, on this. Go, but no, find, find another link because I want to show you the one with the well, actual that right there? That's your Twitter. Going, there. That's your Twitter. Them. Try that one. There, look. There's Howard Stark wow. with the. It was called the Stark Ascendancy. Nice. And it was uh, this whole thing that I wrote about about um, Howard Stark is trying to get outside investment to uh, create his super soldier serum, and so he comes to Downton to talk to Lord Grantham about him possibly financing his super soldier program. Sure. It was a. It was like the most ambitious crossover event ever attempted. Hard to believe they didn't do it. You know. I know. I mean, no. What, what, like, so I don't get to make the the calls. Yeah. But thankfully, you've been going to Hollywood a lot lately to having meetings about the MCU. Just let's, just, let's just move on, Greg. More Star Wars. <laughs> uh, number three, Cyberpunk 2077 has revealed its multiplayer plans. This, of course, comes from CD Projekt Red's Twitter. Until now, the only thing we said about multi was that it was in R&D. As we're getting close to launching single-player Cyberpunk 2077 in April 2020, we'd like to confirm that multiplayer is in the works. If you feel like lending us your skills, apply. And then there's a link. Uh, it's a bit.ly link. Uh, multi, all lowercase, CP, uppercase together, that has a whole bunch of different jobs for people for multiplayer if you're interested. Then they say, the plan for now is to deliver Cyberpunk 2077 in April, then follow up with DLCs free and single-player content. And once we're done, invite you for some multiplayer action. Do you care, Gary Witta, about multiplayer and cyberpunk? I, 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 I'm into cyberpunk. I would say the multiplayer aspect is probably the aspect that I care least about. Yeah. I mean, it's... I, I'm To me, that's a story-driven you know, experience. Yeah. I, I want to get immersed in the world. I want to get immersed in the characters and the story. They're obviously done some great world building. I'm excited for that. But running around shooting each other like paintball in the cyberpunk world doesn't I don't care about that. And that's my thing. Again, Greg Miller, man of the people. I'm excited that people are gonna buy this game and continue to get content for a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've forgotten what six dollars actually feels like in your pocket when you give it away to somebody. I haven't. <laughs> and so like I'm excited that for years to come. If you'll I have drop six dollars on the on the You just the, keep moving. I don't even bother to pick it up. Yeah, well I, you, you know what I mean? Really, you don't even bother <laughs> to ask the people who are ushering you around to pick it up. You know what I mean? Like that's really what it is. You know what I mean? I, you have your handler over here, your PR handler over there right now. <laughs> making sure you don't say anything wrong uh yeah for me personally i'm in the same boat of like i'm just excited to get cyberpunk make this character see the story see the world take yeah. on weird side quests yeah. it is cool that when that's all done apparently there'll be multiplayer but i wonder if it's going to be bring your character in or if it is it's you know i don't know, I mean, I, who, you know let's not judge it too early we don't know what their multiplayer plans are they might that's have some really innovative well, that, uh, plans. that's what i was wondering what would you want out of it you think I don't anything other than just like deathmatch capture the flag the usual bullshit like I want I want them to come up with something that feels like it belongs in that world. Can I give you a pitch? Yeah, sure. What if it was you took your character in and it was asynchronous multiplayer? Okay. So you know you all come in with your characters and then once every round or whatever match you get you choose okay you've been picked as the cyberpunk you're gonna play as your character you've you've built up and all the stuff you've done there's a mission for you to carry out and the other four or five people that are playing multiplayer with you are in the world as just agents or whatever trying to take you down trying to stop so, I mean, you before you what i would love i i have very 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 fond memories back in the day of the matrix online who doesn't which very few people played but yeah. actually was really it wasn't perfect by any stretch sure but i really enjoyed playing it. it was the only other mmo other than world of warcraft that i ever got into okay and maybe this is this might be too ambitious maybe this is the next step like cyberpunk mmo yeah, but yeah. i would love I, I would love like a persistent cyberpunk world that we could all hang out in that would be terrific yeah we'll see eventually i mean it's gonna be a ways out oh remember yeah. because again it's gonna be april they drop the game then they follow up with dlcs for free and single player content and once we're done invite you for so some multiplayer, multiplayer maybe late 2020 i would say oh my god i'm thinking 2021 okay i think it'll be a while okay. before you get that okay yeah. 
But I also don't think you're going to be like hankering for it. You're gonna, uh, no, if they, if they treat day. Cyberpunk 2077 as well as they tra- treated The Witcher 3 for a single player DLC, you're going to be fine. Good. You're yep. going to be fine. Uh, number four and final on the Roper Report, I believe. Ubisoft's got a new VR team. This is Peter Graham over at VR Focus. The company is looking to build a 50-person strong team to work on an unannounced VR project, a AAA title which will use one of Ubisoft's biggest IPs. There are plenty to choose from when it comes to well-known Ubisoft brands, including Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy, the list goes on. Quote, not all our positions are on our website yet, but well, we are building... Six and Tom Clancy are the I was, same thing. I wasn't going to call Peter Graham on it, but yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, but we are building a 50-people team right now for this new project, focusing right now on the core team, but more positions will follow, a Ubisoft spokesperson told VR Focus. Some of these positions can already be found on Ubisoft's career website, all based in Dusseldorf, Germany. It looks as though the team will be part of Ubisoft Blue Byte, a Dusseldorf-based studio. Am I saying it right? Because I feel like you're not correcting me, but I'm nailing that. Dusseldorf? Dusseldorf. No, you actually, you actually nailed Crushed that. Crushed it. Perfect. Out of the gate. Studio, which has worked on several brands, including Anno and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Ubisoft Blue Byte is also behind two location-based entertainment, LBE, for VR arcades, Assassin's Creed uh, Origins, Escape the Lost Pyramid, and Beyond Medusa's Gate. The unannounced VR project will be separate, however, quote, and to be clear, this new team that we are building is a different team than the Escape Room VR team, the spokesperson said. Uh, This project could very well be related to the July rumor that Facebook had reportedly signed a deal with Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed and Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell exclusives. Nothing has been confirmed to date, but as mentioned, they are two of the biggest IPs the video game company has, warranting a decent team. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm really glad to see big companies continuing to put dollars into VR yeah. because it's been a struggle. You know, VR—it's a slow burn. It's a very—it's a—it's a long-term play. Yeah. I saw a, I saw a statistic the other day that said the uh, of the one the 100 top-selling games of 2019 so far. Yeah. There's not a single VR title in there. Mm. The top-selling VR game did not even crack the top 100 overall. So it's still very much a very oh, sure. much a niche oh, sure, market. Sure, sure, sure. But companies are continuing to push into it the technology is getting better i had an interesting chat with uh our man rio from uh, playstation about the future of psvr and stuff like that cool dude rio? um what's his name you mean geo? geo sorry i was thinking of uh duran Dur- i was listening to duran duran earlier um his name is rio and he talks about vr oh, that's good that's good stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff it's just all blur in gary's head geo your sorry. pax riddled brain is that um, your first time you met geo corsi yeah really nice oh, guy wow no really geo's nice a long time kind of yeah i like friend. him a lot yeah um Loves and the and um you know i'm hoping that the technology is gonna i hope that playstation will continue there'll be a there'll be a a new version of it. It's got to go, like, again, the key is, I've said it a million times, it's got to go wireless. That's yep. why the Oculus Quest that's what, is so that, popular. It, well, right I know, now. and I think that that's why I think uh, for PlayStation 5 and whatever they end up doing with VR 2, I think that will be wireless to an extent. Yeah. It'll be, I think you're going to have that I battery think, pack I'm, I'm, tethered in, or something. In my hope, there will be the, whatever, play, whatever comes with PlayStation 5 in that generation, yeah. we will see a next-gen PSVR that is fully wireless. That's got to happen. If you're serious about VR, you've got to get rid of the fucking wires. When you say fully, though, because here's my thing, is I... I, are you talking? I mean, in a perfect world, it's just I have the quest on my head, sure, but it's still tethered to the PlayStation Four. Or are you saying like no, completely? I don't, 
It's got to be. It's got to be untethered from the PlayStation entirely. But I, I mean, digitally tethered. Am I? Is, are you? Do you want oh, a PlayStation no, I, Quest? I, I don't care if it's. Yeah, it's, it's still using the processing perfect, power perfect, perfect. Okay. of the player. But there's no actual physical tether. Gotcha, That's gotcha. what you've got to get. Gotcha. Rid okay, of. okay. I'm not saying it has to be a self-contained unit. What about the like wire? The wireless Vive, where you have like the battery pack on your belt. I'm for whatever. Again, and any incremental step towards getting you untethered from the from the, the from system the console okay. is a step in 100%. the right direction. I think you will. I think I think that's obviously what's happening. I think PlayStation has been so bullish about it. Like, and I, I, you know that I'm a Sony pony or whatever, but more as somebody who's watched PlayStation launch many initiatives and then back away from them, whether it right. be the Vita, whether it be right. the Move, the fact that they have committed and continue to commit and the fact they have a fuck, like the Iron Man game is awesome. Yeah. When we, when that game gets out, like that's going to be another system seller for PlayStation right. VR. Right. In the same way, I think, you know, Beat Saber caught people off guard and people were all about Moss for a while and Astrobot. Like, and that was the thing is like, the fact that it hasn't faded away, the fact that it has continued to have amazing games drop for it. Like that's why we're doing the yeah, PlayStation it hasn't faded VR away, show. but it hasn't exploded either. We're waiting. I think the fate of VR is still very much in the balance. Sure, but I think I again to PlayStation in particular, I think they were the ones who capitalized on it the most, right? We but always we, point back to this GDC conversation in 2015 we had where Lauren Landing came through. Yeah. And we were talking about, "Oh man, Oculus. Oh man, Vive, PlayStation." He's like, "PlayStation's the one that will actually succeed." He's like, they're the ones who already have the install base. It's cheap. It'll be good enough compared to everything. Right. And that's how it'll go. And that's we how gotta, it has We got to keep pushing through, though, because I believe I, I do believe in VR. I, it's had a rocky start, but I still believe in it. Then we'll give it 10, 15 years. We'll look back on what we have now as like the way we look back on Atari 2600. Like, oh, Here's my question this was good? Here's my I, question. I want like you 10, 10 years from now, Greg, put it in your calendar. You and me, the division fucking holodeck level division like just in, in the streets of DC or wherever the fuck we are tearing well, have up. you played fire team bro have you played fire team what's he what's he doing if they're getting ready there? for the next show and they oh, can't okay. they can't do it well. is that the one with the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm gonna get, have you played that no i'm gonna get hooked up with that geo's hooking me up nice okay so great, we, great, great, but great. that's still not I'm, I'm talking about like the full ready player one holodeck like i want to get there okay and i don't know how long it's going to take to get there but i want to get there yeah no we will get there here's my question for you. you say it had a rocky start I don't know if I fully agree. I think it had too many people who had dollar signs in their eyes trying right. to get into this. Right. I think there was the, a bit of a gold rush there. I think the launch and ramp up of games, both on PlayStation, on Oculus, and Vive, has been great. Right until we get to where we are right now, where you see everything succeeding in the quest being so amazing. Right. I just feel like so many bean counters were like, Aha, we're going to fucking crush this. Everybody wants this tag. Yeah. And then they had the. And right now, VR is just a license to lose money, but you've got to keep pushing the, yeah. the tipping point will come when sure. the, te the technology and the accessibility gets to a point where it becomes truly mainstream and everyone's like oh my god i gotta have this thing in my house but we're, we're in that we're in those difficult um gestational yeah, years yeah, right yeah, now yeah, right. Okay. we'll get there we will get there everybody and i can't wait to get there but there is still so far away gary if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grop shops today where would i go the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, Remy Lore, the lost, no, Remy Lore, lost girl in the lands of lore is on PC. Monochrome <laughs> Order is on Xbox One and PC. Post-War Dreams, Xbox One and PC. Departure Dash is on PC. Dragon Clash is on PC. They've got to be making some of these up, right? What is Departure Dash? Are you trying to get to your airplane? I was going to say, can, if it's can running through, through the, if it's running through the wanna, airport, I'm If that in. is running through an airport trying to make your plane, I feel like I've got to check that out. Dragon Clash, I already said on PC. Singled out on 
PC and Please Mac. tell me that's not the MTV I, show. I think if it was, it would be MTV singled out, right, okay. and I would be all about it. Okay. Uh, Armello, the award-winning digital board game from League of Geeks, br- br- Geeks, brings a new story, Heroes, Quests, and more with the Dragon Clan DLC available now via Steam for Windows, PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, Playism is proud to announce that Night Cry for PlayStation Vita is now available on European PS stores. It lives. And then Minecraft has DuckTales DLC out today. DuckTales DLC for Minecraft. Kev, you got that trailer? I'm looking for it. We have Departure no Dash. It's not, gonna, to, it's not going to be what we want it to I'll be. I'll go to new dates. It could be. I, I so want it to be, but it, too. Won't, it won't. You're be. running. Oh, wait, it is. It is. Oh, wait, hold on. No, it looks like you're getting. You're doing the Manage your part. own airport operation. Well, first okay, out. let's check it out. Hold on. Oh, man. Ding, 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 ding. Manage airport operations. Is it like airport tycoon or something? Yeah, it looks like Or you're just like an air traffic control person. Keep your passengers happy. Keep your passengers happy. Okay. This looks like a mobile game. Yeah, it does look like a mobile game. This is on PC. Oh, that's my phone in the other room. I download it. Yeah, it's coming to PC today. Manage winter operations. Real question is, when is this coming to PlayStation Vita and or Platinum? All right, I got it. Kevin, let me see the description to see if it tells me other platforms in there. Uh, Departure Dash. Mm, uh, available Google Play, Google Play in the App, App Store, Store August, August 2019. So, theoretically, All right, so it's, that's it, also it is a mobile game, but it's also coming it's on to PC. PC now. So, you might get a PlayStation version. But I do want we should, if only we knew any game developers where it was like side scroller, you're running with your bags trying to get, you know, maybe I top down. That. Like Paperboy, but you know, uh, new dates for you. Azure Reflections. It's like suddenly they moved your gate to the other side of the airport. Totally, you yeah, yeah, run yeah, over yeah, there. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got a hunger level. We, we all so relate you to eat, that. So what are you gonna do? Do you have time to go get a real meal, or do you have to go get like just a candy bar? And hope you're all right. Azure Reflections, the vibrant side-scrolling bullet hell from Sony Music Entertainment Japan's publishing label Unites and developer Souvenir Cirque is coming to scene September twentieth. <laughs> Co-op survival RPG Tribes of Midgard PC open beta is running September 5th through the 9th. Uh, Trail Makers hits 100,000 early access sales and announces a full launch for PC and Xbox One on September 18th. Crazy Machines VR is coming to retail on October 18th. That's a PlayStation VR game. And then Ashen, the critically acclaimed action RPG, is coming to PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Steam in December 2019. We also had a breaking one that I don't have all the information. I have a lot of information on, but I can't boil it down. You ready? What you got? A press release right as we went live came through. EA in PopCap's wackiest shooter franchise grows with Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Um, uh, as founding PopCap Studio, this today announced Plants vs. Zombie Battle for Neighborville, a new game that welcomes players to Neighborville, a suburban region uh, where the clash between flora and the undead is always flourishing. Is Pop- this a garden warfare thing? Yeah. Okay. PopCap is launching the next title in the beloved Plants vs. Zombie franchise with a whole new way to play ahead of launch. Featuring over-the-top action uh, that fans of previous Plants vs. Zombie shooter titles have come to know yeah, and love, yeah. players can jump down into Giddy Park for light multiplayer battles or use the new social board to interact with other players and group up. Players will unravel the threats of three free-roam regions, including the familiar central location of Neighborville, town, cent- town center, as well as adventuring through the outer edges of Neighborville in the hot and dusty mountain steep and the lush and strange weird woods regions. Uh, for those wanting to jump in ahead of launch, when is the fucking launch? <laughs> I hate it when they do this. It's like, where's the information on when the game's coming out? They're announcing it. 
I don't see. Oh, here we go. Uh, the fun doesn't stop. Their players can partake in festivals after the game's October launch. For those wanting to jump into the fun ahead of launch, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville Founders Edition is available on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. The Founders Edition is an early edition of the game. You love these. Offering fans a chance to become a founding neighbor where each week for six weeks, new parts of the game, including new multiplayer modes, modes free roam regions, and other exciting features will go live in the run-up to the global launch on October 18th. In addition to early play, founding members earn exclusive rewards and are able to carry the progression to the full standard edition when they receive it at no additional cost. The digital-only Founders Edition is available globally today until September 30th for the Founders price of $29.99. Founders Pack also included in the Origin Premier Access, yada, yada, yada. Where is just PVZ3? That's the one I care about. Oh, you just want another one of the mobile ones? Yeah, I just want the original Plant vs. Zombie. That's Even the if they did, I it like. would be like how they did two, where it was like microtransaction dot the butt. Yeah, you're probably you know right. I mean? Like number one was just perfect. Oh, perfect. yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the thing. That, like, EA got a hold of it. I know a lot of people like the shooter, uh, Plants vs. Zombie. Like it actually is one that people enjoy. I've, it's never been in my, yeah, my cup of tea. Yeah, so I don't care about it. Go get them if you want. Uh, deals of the day for you. Strap in. There's a whole bunch of news updates on that Game Pass. Uh, so we're going to start with Xbox Game Pass for console. September 5th, we'll see the addition of Dead Cells, Metal Gear Solid HD Edition 2 and 3, Creature in the Well, Gears 5 Ultimate Edition. This is the one we are talking about. September 6th for Game Pass Ultimate members. Standard Edition, September 10th for Game Pass uh, regular members. Then September 12th, Enter the Gungeon and Goner Blueberry Edition. But here are the games that are leaving. Onrush, September 4th. Lego Batman 2, September 6th. Joyride Turbo, September 6th. Explosion Man, September 6th. The Maw, September 6th. The rest of these are September 30th. Lego Indiana Jones, Shantae, Half Genie Hero, Split Second, Ninja God in Black, and The Hunter, Call of the Wild. Then PC will see these editions this month. Bad North, Jotun Edition, Creature in the Well, Dead Cells, Enter the Gungeon, Gears 5 Ultimate Edition with those same dates I talked about earlier, Gone or Blueberry Edition, and Shadow Warrior 2. I give Xbox a lot of shit, but they are the Game Pass thing, they're, they're kind of they're nailing it right Do now. Do you give them a lot of shit? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think that. I, I, I mean, on the list I, of things I, I, Gary I, gives shit, it's Greg Miller, <laughs> microtransactions, big ass companies. Well, and I've, like said, EA. I've said that I felt, I was talking about this on my, uh, on my stream last night, twitch.tv slash Gary Order. I was talking about this. He's making moves. About how I've always, I've always gravitated more towards being an Xbox person just because I like the controller better. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. because I've been on, it, been on Xbox Live since the original Xbox, most of my friends are there. Like, given a choice, the Xbox One's got a little bit more power than the PlayStation 4 Pro. Sure. So if it's on a multi platform, I'll generally go over there. Yeah. But if you ask, if you ask me right now, do you want to buy an Xbox One or a PlayStation 4? And I could only have one. I might gravitate towards the PlayStation 4 just because there's. I feel like there's a better, better variety of games over there. But yeah. Game Pass, I think, is really, really helping 100%. close that gap. Game Pass it's is a great, awesome. It's a great value. Game Pass is an amazing yeah. service. I think Game Pass is better than PlayStation Plus right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I don't okay. think you can argue the other way against that. Yeah. Uh, because I think PlayStation Now is the other thing, but even that, I think Game Pass is better than PlayStation Now, but we digress on that one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm looking up a question about Game Pass and all that jazz, right, to get involved. Two things I want to point out about what you just said, uh, about now that you're starting, you know, you know Xbox versus PlayStation. You, I want to hear about this controller you got at PAX with the offset sticks for the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, And then also I want to point out, of course, you're talking about what most of your friends used to play on Xbox. Of course you want to come to PlayStation for now. You're at that age where most of your friends are dying. That's what, 
That's why I gravitate more towards single-player games. <laughs> the compute, the computer will always be there. The AI, the AI totally, without limit. Totally, totally. But yeah, as my as my friends increasingly drop like flies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, yeah, the multiplayer. What about was it? You, so is it just a random controller you found? That's a, so when we were over at the um, Astro Gaming booth yeah. at PAX. Yeah. Um, oh, they I one. thought they only did headphones, but they do controllers yeah, as well. Yeah, they're new controllers. And they make this really great PlayStation controller. Is it called like the C40 or something yep. like that? Yep, it's that and th- the their version that of the And they showed me that was magic to me. So, oh, look, here's the thing. I like the Xbox controller. I prefer the Xbox controller to the PlayStation controller. Because no I like the offset sticks. Sure. But they have a controller that where you can take the D-pad and the left thumbstick and swap them. That's it, right yep. there. Yeah, we did an unboxing of this, and, and you can, me so, and Andy have them. And, and so those, those, the, those, that D-pad and that thumbstick is actually modular. See, there you go. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip it. I'm going to, I'm going to make it, the, make the stick offset, and that's going to, and it's going to be, and it's going to be the best of all the world. I get to play yeah. when you and I play Borderlands on PlayStation. I'll be playing it with that, and I'll be just like playing with an Xbox. GG. I love it. It's yeah. finally coming together. Everything's coming up with her. Captain Mike M writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "What is up, GG?" While some of us have been brainwashed by the sweet, creamy filling in an Oreo, others of us, myself included, have been game passed. Before Microsoft rolled out this service, I was a day... Yeah, okay. I was a day one adopter on most games. Let me try again, because I thought we were going a different direction. Before Microsoft rolled out this service, I was a day one adopter on most games that interested me. This buying spree was not only cost prohibitive, but it also made Game Pass redundant. As the months go by and I continue to pay for the service, I've curbed my spending habits to take advantage of Game Pass. Currently, I have five to seven games I'm waiting for to arrive on Game Pass. The total of these games is approximately $250, which of course, the dev slash publishers are now missing out on. If these games never come to Game Pass, I might even forget about to, forget to buy them, which is even worse fate for the developers. I can't be the only one now waiting for games to come to the service. Is this a sustainable business model for devs? Are they better off releasing day and date on Game Pass? I could be playing Risk of Rain 2, Control, Remnants of the Ashes, etc., but I feel all these titles are destined to arrive sooner than later on Game Pass. Why spend the money while I'm already paying Microsoft for this service? I guess the industry gets what the consumer deserves. What do you think about this? What, I mean, what's the trade-off there? I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Games Pass is a great service, but I wouldn't want to live off of it exclusively. Yeah. It's still a very limited selection. For me, yeah, it's a limited selection, and I don't think he's wrong. I think a lot. Of some, I think Risk of Rain Two, yeah, I think has a shot of coming there eventually. I, even though it's different because now it's a gear, it doesn't matter. Gearbox Publishing doing that one, Control with Remedy like that. The big thing about Game Pass is you see it when sales start to taper off or they're not sure of sales in the beginning, I think. Right. Where you have an unproven product so they want to cut you this, hope, you know, hopefully, you'd assume, giant check right. that then is going to make sure that you talk. It's the same thing we talk about with uh, Epic Game Store exclusivity, right? Where we were talking, well, I think it was the Ooblets team that was like, the number they offered us was exactly what we wanted or what we, we our best case scenario for what the game was going to sell. So, of course, we took the, you know, bird in the hand worth two, worth two in the bush. The thing that made Game Pass that really tipped it for me was when Microsoft said they're going to they're gonna put all their first party games yeah. on it. So they only have to put two or three games out a year to, to pay for itself, like Forza, Halo, Gears. Gears. That was the all, thing, all of those, All of those are games that I'm going to want to play. So that alone, Game Pass pays for itself. Tim Geddes has been playing Gears 5, and he was saying, like, this is the premier Xbox Game Pass game of right. like you can, you're playing it and you can't believe that you'd get that for free in quotes. Yeah, it's terrific. Yeah. And so I, I, I hear you uh, 100% uh, with your question, Cap and Mike M. Uh, but I think that there's just 
two different kinds of consumers, right? Like you were there to buy most of the time and now you're not. That's understandable. But I think lots of Game Pass subscribers are there because, hey, I just want to get some, I want free games. I want a rotating library. I want extra stuff out of it as it comes to me. They're not as maybe dialed in. Whereas like, I wouldn't be able to wait for control. Like control is such my jam, even though I, I maybe right. one day it'll come right. over here. Yeah. I think you're a ways out, especially now, seeing the success Control's of Control. Control's going to be on Game Pass for a long time. The success of Control, I think they're going to ride that out, especially with the DLC they have coming. Yeah. Maybe when it gets to a DLC time frame, that's when they would do that. Yeah. But I still think that they're going to ride it out to be like Game of the Year edition if everything holds true with seeing sure. people loving that one. You think Control's a Game of the Year contender? It's right now, be, I think right? so. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah. I, I personally don't know if I'd put it on my... I loved it. I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't know if I'd put it on, but I also think it's been a weak year, and it's been a very... Um, what's your personal palette kind of year? What's, think, your, what's your favorite game you've played so far this year? Personally, it'd probably be the Division Two. Uh, if I was actually though doing like trying to go objectively and editorialize, like where, like where I'd go, probably Resident Evil Two. I okay. think that was a more complete, more polished in every in every you know across the board way, and that that would get me. Do up you think there. it would be a bad sign if a if a remastered game? one game of the year no because this isn't even remastered this is the remastered. No, I mean they, t- they totally rebuilt it from the ground yeah up. exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah. I it wasn't, think like that's a new, it wasn't just like a new coat of paint exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. no I don't think it, I've never been that guy to be pissed off about that or cranky okay. about that uh, before we get to the rest of reader mail let me tell you about our sponsors now is the time for reader mail you can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads this episode of the kind of funny games daily is brought to you by third love the kind of honeys are all rocking third love bras and you should too third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for the perfect fit and premium feel third love offers more than 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes you can skip the trip and find your fit with third love's online fit finder order and try on at home no more awkward fitting room experiences Uh, they have a perfect fit promise every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it and put it to the test and if you don't love it return it and third love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need third love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find the perfect fit uh we've heard this is hands down the most comfortable all you'll ever own straps won't slip and it's tagless so there's no itching Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash games now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash games for 15% off. Next up is Raycon. It's... 2019 everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair you need to check out the wireless earbuds from raycon you already know raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market and that they sound just as amazing but the latest models are best one yet with six hours of playtime seamless bluetooth pairing more bass and a more compact design that gives you a nice noise isolating fit uh, Raycon's wireless earbuds are so comfortable They're perfect for on the go listening and taking phone calls Cool Greg has been rocking these earbuds And loves them In fact he gave them the Cool Greg hand gesture Seal of approval Is that it? It's lit, it's lit. Okay. You gotta say it like that though Unlike some of your other wireless <laughs> options Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet With no dangling wires or stems You've heard me talk about the company, how it was co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Snoop Dogg are obsessed with Raycons Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash kfgames. That's buyraycon.com slash kfgames for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash kfgames. I might have to look into those because I'm in the market for some earbuds. Yeah. But I don't love the I've stuck a tampon in my ear look that you get from the Apple ones. Oh, AirPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand yeah. that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin. 
You're you're Kevin's favorite co-host. Nobody <laughs> nobody laughs like that. Uh, Link R six four six nine writes in to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "Good morning, Greg and Gary. With the speculation that Nintendo will add SNES games to Nintendo Online, do you think they will add them to the service for free or charge extra for them by either a higher monthly slash yearly fee or maybe a ten to twenty dollar app?" Uh, you buy once they add games to it month over month. Thanks for everything you guys do. You make my commute more bearable. Shout out to the Kind of Funny Guardians and the Destiny 2 Clan Gaia. Uh, you guys are the best. Linker, Link R, sorry, 6469. You think when they add a SNES games, they're going to charge more? Well, first of all, I'm glad you said when, because of course it's inevitable. Yeah, it's course. inevitable as the sun rising in the east that Nintendo will eventually add Super NES games to the, to the, the, the Switch uh, online platform. Um, I mean, isn't there, is there a possibility it could even be in the direct today? I guess. Right. What would you like to see in that first batch? Mario World. Super Mario World, Come on, give me Super Mario World. I miss yeah. it. I, I love, that's my favorite Mario, and to have that on the go and just to tinker with whenever, I'd be so happy. Yeah, maybe some pilot wings, maybe sure. some F-Zero. Sure, sure. Some, I'm sure there's some dorky Final Fantasy everybody wants. I don't know. Yeah. You know, Mario Kart, yeah. that'd be cool. No, I'd like to see it. Big fan of the. Do you, I, of the I do not think they'd raise the price if it gets dropped no, into Nintendo so I, Online. No, they no, they absolutely should not do that. They should keep the price the same. And I think that they want to keep you subscribed, and they want more people to subscribe. So I think that's the easiest way to do yeah, it and yeah. bring you in there. But yeah, I don't. I think that'd be a really, really bad look if they finally. Did I actually, that. I would like. I, I feel like Nintendo has been slacking a little bit with how they've been adding to that library. Every month you get like one or two new games. Come on, add, you've, you've got, they've got a massive library. I know it but takes they're trying time. to curate it, right? They don't want it just to be a bunch sure, of crap. Sure, come on. I feel like they can give us a little bit more than what they're giving us. For yeah, what we pay. I, you know that I'm not the Nintendo historian, but it seemed like the, one of the reasons and one of the things fueling the uh, SNES talk was the idea that they finally seemed like they probably had all the good ones from NES up. Right. Like the games you actually wanted were right. actually there. Fair enough. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Dapper Steven with a PH writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says great games radar plus just put out an article that stated that a Capcom USA employee stated on 4chan that PlayStation really? All-Stars like, Battle Royale 2 is now? in the works. Is PlayStation crazy enough to do it? This quote-unquote leak stated potential characters in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2's roster included Spider-Man PS4, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, Kratos from 2018's God of War, and even Spider-Man Crash, which... All these could make sense. However, anyone could guess that. And with this coming from someone on 4chan, it's not very verified, of course. But it's fun to pretend. I'm not even gonna. If it came, I'm not even gonna comment on it. It came from what, what? What's next, Greg? Getting our fucking game news from Infowars? I appreciate you, Gary Wood, on so many levels, and none more than the level you're on right now. Thank you. My entire career built on PlayStation, covering PlayStation. And when they fucking killed PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, right? <laughs> the rest of my life has been spent with these fucking PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale 2 rumors. It's not happening. And if it was happening, the rumor would... I'm not going to believe Capcom from 4chan. It's just... I don't believe it. I, I Maybe I'll be... I mean, here's the thing, of course. One day I'll be wrong. One day there'll be a PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2. Sure. Whatever. Maybe? Wh- really, though? Really? Because I don't know. Because PlayStation doesn't fuck around much anymore, do they? The, the crazy PlayStation is gone. It's a big corporation PlayStation now. I think Medieval's crazy enough. You're getting a Medieval game, everybody. That's fucking weird. You're getting Ready, Set, Heroes. This weird uh, 2v2 dungeon crawler that's go- coming out on PC as well. That's weird as well. Do they really, at the their apex predator right now, they're putting out fucking killer exclusive after killer exclusive. When are they going to come out? Are they, they're going to do a state of play? Where they, hey, PlayStation All-Stars 2's here. Uh, we understand everybody didn't like the first one. 
And that's a fucking lie because a lot of you did like it. And now you're all here singing a different tune. But it, it didn't work. We had to kill the studio that did it. It wasn't pretty. All right. We understand that we they went out. of It was bad. It was bad all around. Now we're back. We're doing another one because fighting games are so popular in 2019. Shut up, everybody. I don't believe it until Shuhei Yoshida walks through this fucking door and says, here it is, Greg. Don't believe it for a second. Because, again, what are they going to do? They put all the people from the failed game in into the new one? You'll get Knack 3 before you get that, Greg. Let Knack go too, everybody. <laughs> we got to move on. Where the fuck is Patapon 2? <laughs> That's the real question. We've touched a nerve. P.S.X. 2017. Fucking played the game. It was on the boards. What is going on We've touched in PlayStation the right now? You're going to come out here. Fucking asking me about PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2. You're not going to ask the real question where the fuck Patapon is? They have Jimmy Hoffa Patapon 2. We need to find the body, guys. Wow. One on a happy note. The nanobiologist writes in, not with a question to PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. No, God damn it. You're in my head now. Where is Patapon 2? It's done. Shuhei, what is going on? I didn't realize this was such a sensitive topic for you. Oh, one of the greatest games of all time, then building up to Patapon 3, the best Patapon? Yeah, it's sensitive to me, buddy. All right? <laughs> I get to see everybody else's fucking dreams come true. They're shitting out Spyro games, Crash games. Kevin's getting medieval. I got one Patapon. Where's Patapon 2? Again, that's done. It's just there somewhere. Nanobile just writes in with a shout out on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. I want to give a shout out to Borden. This is Borzen zero zero. Uh, I travel for work regularly and ended up getting a quick dinner alone. And um, let me try this again. I travel for work regularly and end up getting a quick dinner alone and go back to my hotel room to get more work done. Borzen zero zero. When he found out I was coming to be in KC, helped me stop that cycle and got dinner with me. We had a fantastic time just shooting the shit, even though we met up for the first time. It felt like we've been friends a long time. Borden is a true example of what a kind of funny best friend is. How nice. Very nice. You know what else a kind of funny you best went, friend would do? You went off and just had a random lunch with a kind of funny best friend at PAX, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into a kind of funny fan on the street. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's and go he, get lunch. And the best part was is that he was going to the IGN panel. And I was like, you could do that or you could go get lunch with me. He's like, let's get lunch. I'm like, fuck IGN. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Got him. One less person there. Sorry, everybody. Uh, time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, giving me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Uh, today, Legend of Kanto needs help on Xbox One. The Xbox username is Master Link Ace, all one word. Hi there. Kind of funny best friend here. Smiley emoji. My girlfriend and I play Destiny 2 almost every week since Forsaken has launched, and she has recently reached the level of 750 power. However, she has not yet experienced a raid. Today's squad up is for that reason, looking for four best friends who are very patient to help Sherpa her through a raid. I've played multiple before, but maybe last wish as she likes the armor set. We will be available mostly on Sundays, UK time, as neither of us have to work then. Thanks in advance, best friends. Lucas, if you... Want to run a raid in Destiny 2 on Xbox with Lucas and his girlfriend? Hit up Master Link Ace, all one word. 
Also, there's got to be you can do the you can do the cross save now, right? So you be all you can jump right. around. Don't even need to worry right. about it. If you it's, um, remind me where we are with Borderlands uh, cross save. I know they no, talked no, about no, it. No, it's no. not there. They, they, it's not there, and they were very much like, "We want to do it. We'll look into it." But I think okay. again, that's, now right. that that wall broke down, I think a lot of games are going to be like, "Ah, fuck, we didn't build for this." Right. Can we do it? How do we right. do it? Right. Uh, now it's time for you're wrong. This is where one of you writes into Patreon. No, not sorry. You're wrong. Kind of funny. Dot com slash you're wrong. You tell us what we screw up as we screwed up. I'm still fucking mad. You understand? Man, that Patapon thing. People I no talk idea. about PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2 all the time. Adam <laughs> Wells uh, also says, uh, Gears of War Ultimate members can preload Gears 5 right now to prepare for Thursday night launch window okay. without having to purchase the game. Or I might have to do that. Uh, Rafa Solano says, I noticed Garrett keeps coughing into his hands. He should really cough into his elbow. I know. I should cough into the crook of my arm. I know. It's bad practice. Charles J says, upon launch, the new Plants vs. Zombies will have a weekly PvP event called Space Nuts. Gary might want to bring in his lawyers. Uh, I saw this. Zaire says, breaking news, Valve has a new Steam library beta launching September 17th. You can go to steamcommunity.com to find out more about it. Uh, maybe yeah, I heard the- they're uh, refreshing the UI. Is that and what it the is? The Steam, maybe under, see, this is why I don't think the Epic Game Store is such a bad thing. It's competition. I happen to look at the Epic Game Store, and it's not perfect, but it's a, it's a, it's a nice, friendly interface. I don't think the Steam... UI, the Steam UX, which has been around forever, is particularly... This big picture mode's great, yeah. uh, but the one that you use on your PC is not very user-friendly. It's not very, it's not very attractive. It's not very um, inviting. And so if Steam are, as I have heard, uh, giving that a, a, a refresh, that would be very welcome. I see what he's trying to say here. CG the second says I'm wrong. Okay. Greg, fighting games are pretty popular this year. NPD's top 10 games of 2019 overall are Mortal Kombat 11, Kingdom Hearts 3, Tom Clancy, Anthem, Resident Evil, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Red Dead, Madden 20, Days Gone, The Show. That's two games that doesn't count as popular, and I assure you <laughs> fucking Isaac Clark fucking coming out and fighting Aloy is not going to change that, which they wouldn't do. God. <laughs> Tim says Gearbox just launched Homeworld 3 and Finally, the battles you never asked for. <laughs> it's just, we just got to get our head on straight. It's what I always talk about, right? Like when there's something bad's happening. We got to remember the real. This is a distraction. PlayStation All-Star 2 rumors are distracting you from asking where the fuck Patapon 2 is. So let me ask a you this, you I suspect right I already know the answer, and this is a silly question, but let's say that you got hired as head of, of uh, development. Sure. At, at Sony. Right. PlayStation. Right, that's right. And you walk in on the first day... What are you laying down as the law? The first fuck's Patapon too. Okay, somebody walk me through how this got this off track. Because we should have Patapon. Not only should we have Patapon two now, you should be on the verge of having Patapon three, which would then be building into the Patapon relaunch on PlayStation Five. They've set back the Patapon rebranding <laughs> so many years now; it's infuriating. Because you want to talk about PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale two? Remember the Patapon level mashed up with Hades from God of War? Everybody loved it. Everybody's like, this is the best level because of Patapon and the Hades thing's cool too. I, you know, I was at first I was sad. I was sad, Gary, that I wouldn't be on the rest of the week. But now I've decided you people don't deserve me. All right. I think it's best that you take a break. Let's run through your hosts for the rest of the week. Cause it's actually a pretty special time. Uh, if you remember uh, on my last show uh, last Wednesday, one week ago, we talked about the fact that we reached out. Uh, we obviously have Imran Khan on now. I got to meet Imran at PAX. Very nice man. Very nice man. Yeah. Uh, of course, he was part of the Game Informer layoffs. Now he's an official co-host at Kind of Funny, doing Gamescast stuff, doing Games Daily stuff. Uh, we reached out to him to talk to the Game Informer crew, the people who had been laid off, so we could bring two more of them out here to co-host with him for the rest of this week. And so remember, tomorrow. 
It's Imran and Surreal, formerly of Game Informer. And then Friday, it's Imran and JV, formerly of Game Informer. Important note is that on top of giving them games daily on Thursday and Friday, we're giving them the games cast tomorrow. Meaning that if you want to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and support us so we can help support our friends, uh, you can watch live 2 p.m. on Thursday as Imran, Surreal, and JV go through and do it. That's 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, you could also then get it on Friday through Patreon. Or you can wait and get it as one big podcast for free. No pre-show, no post-show with ads because there's no ads on the other stuff and there's pre and post shows on the other stuff. Uh, on YouTube.com slash kind of funny game. Rooster Teeth and podcast services around the globe on Monday. That's it. I didn't expect to get this angry. No, you know I, I mean, I mean you, were you aware? I mean, is this something you that you that you walk around thinking about, or what? That like the, this the one stupid the, the, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale bitter, game? Bitterness that you have. Oh yeah, I think about it a lot. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. there's a reason they won't and let me interview you shoot anymore. But you don't care about All Stars. I enjoyed All Stars quite a bit. Right, but you don't care if they ever make another one. No, fuck no. But Patapon, you care deeply. 100%. All right. You know what I mean? I mean, but was, was Patapon... It was a movement, Gary. All right? <laughs> I get that you like it a lot. Because here's was, the thing. It, it wasn't, wasn't even... It wasn't a blockbuster game. It wasn't even, ladies and gentlemen. They gave us three only on PSP. They took the entire Vita off. A perfect fucking game for the Vita. They didn't even, they didn't even bother. They didn't even bother to give us a new taste. You know what I mean? They made fucking stuffed animals. I have a stuffed Patapon. Yeah, they made stickers and magnets. I have all this. They made shirts. You might even be able... I think you might... You know what? Let's check. I think you might even be able to go to PlayStation. PlayStation. You can do the outro, Gary. I'll find this. You keep going. There's an outro? You know how it is. All the stuff I say at the end. Huh? Right. It's not so hard, huh? Tough guy talking to me like well, I'm... I, you, you, know, you, I, you never I, have to I, read any articles. How about you read an article? I actually had a couple of people at PAX ask me... If I was ever, if I would ever sit in that chair, and I said no, I don't want to do it. I don't want the responsibility. Well, that, that tells you everything you need to know. The PlayStation Gear Store search results for Patapon, no search results. It's, I think you've got to let it go, Greg. I'm not going to let it go. If these people are going to keep coming and talking to me about oh, what's going on with PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, I can keep talking about what's going on with Patapon. Right? The thing is, it wasn't even a question about Patapon. You got there all by yourself. Again, yeah, because there's real injustices happening in the PlayStation universe. But Patapon was like, let's make that's clear. There's no, if there were a commercial imperative, an economic financial imperative to make more Patapon games, they would. I mean, clearly there isn't. The first games didn't perform well enough to justify continuing they that series. They did three of them on PSP. Right. and, they, and Then they, they put out the remaster on PS4. That one, from what I understand, a huge hit, because I said so. Then they they already they were already working. Why did I play two if two's never coming out? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday. We talk about Patapon too. If you don't fucking like it, there's other shows to listen to. Uh, if you like it, you can support us. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, you can watch it later. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. There's your wrong. There's all that stuff. Please. Be super nice to all of Imran and his friends. Uh, these former Game Informer people were super stoked to see what they make with the kind of funny uh, stage. And Gary, you and I got to figure this out. You know what I mean? What's that? What do we got to figure out? I feel like if Space Rocks is as popular as you say it is, we go into PlayStation, right? And then we <laughs> use that.